Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to The Undiluted Truth. I am Ben, and we're coming to you from All Seasons Tabletop Studio. And uh, before I forget, uh, I'm going to ask everybody, uh, not that you're not doing it right now, but if you like what you're hearing, like it, subscribe to it, whatever it is on your platform that you're listening to it on, and don't forget to share it with others. The more people that share it, obviously, the more people hear it. So... Uh, today's episode is going to be part three. We believe this is going to be the conclusion mm-hmm. of some detailed information pertaining to immune system and general health, and also a few other tidbits that um, Dr. Brian Artis uh, threw in there in this uh, uh, interview that we're bringing to you. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, let's welcome in our host, Mike. Well, hello there, Ben. Thank you. I am... First of all, I'm impressed that you didn't call him David like I did. I mean, we kept trying I, to call I Brian, not to. Dr. Brian Artist. David. Yes. So that was that was good. Dr. David Brian Wright yeah. Martin well, Artist. Let's, let's not confuse these people. <laughs> he is actually a different expert that we've had. Uh, we have not had Dr. Brian Artist on no, any, any of these episodes thus far. And as we had mentioned before, we sort of stumbled upon him. And the but but the information that we gathered from this particular interview was, in my opinion, powerful in in the respect of that he gives us a list of various products that we can use to treat prophylactically, and if you have SARS-CoV two with the I guess the medication amounts, so whether it right. be X amount of milligrams or X amount of uh, micrograms, he gives you that, how much to take daily, how much to take weekly, some are weekly, prophylactically. So yeah. to me, that was even how much vitamin D you need a day, how much vitamin C. He he goes into all of it, even some of the just the basic vitamins. And my thing was, I had not heard that before we knew all of those yeah. things were good take them right uh and if you have covid 2 there's a different dosage that you should take so that's what really struck me about the information that uh, dr brian artist brought to the table so uh, this is coming from an interview with an individual that we do not know unfortunately we are still right. trying to get this fellow's name he is a podcaster out of canada we do know that and this particular site is named together as one dot cc okay but uh, we're, we're going to be putting all of this information uh, from uh, brian artis and this interview on our uh, web pages when, when we post this so Anyway, I don't know that there's anything else other than we do have uh, guests in today, a special guest, unexpected, uh, and, yeah. and yeah. we have Joe uh, with us uh, today, and that's Ben's dad, who has been with us on prior podcasts, and it's it's good to have Joe, and uh, just to remind those who may not know, Joe is a medical technologist, and I always appreciate your input, Joe, so Welcome. Thank you. It's <laughs> nice to be here. I enjoy coming. I obviously I can't do this on a regular basis right now, but uh, thank you for 
inviting me to be a part of it whenever I can be here. Yeah, well, you're always welcome, uh, so it's uh, it's good to have you here. So welcome to all you truth seekers and rock tumblers out there. We are excited to be here, and it is good to be on the north side of whatever I've been uh, fighting in the last time we were on, I was, I thought, just getting over something, and yeah. that, that something showed up again, and I, it kind of yeah. put me down for about 30 hours after that, but uh, it is just nice to be back in and, and feeling a bit more toward normal, if that's possible. Okay. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, anyway, uh, well, but without any further ado, we're going to get uh, right into it here with uh, Dr. Brian Artis. And he's getting into the legalities and how to advocate with family members or yourself as you may enter into the hospital. If you guys remember the very first question that he answered on part one was what to do if you come down with COVID. Do you remember what his response was? Yeah. Don't go to the hospital. That's exactly right. The first thing to do is do not go to the hospital. So mm-hmm. now he's come full circle. If you find yourself there <laughs> or a family member, he's he's got a basically a survival kit, if you will. Uh, right. So yeah. uh, so we'll we'll get into that. So all right. all right, are we ready, Ben? Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. This is what people need to say when they go in hospitals. If it's you that's sick and you're going in there, or if it's a loved one that's going in there with you. When you convey you're not going to have them do remdesivir treatment and you want ivermectin and they say, no, we're not going to do that. You hand them the chart and say, well, it's approved. And then you're going to hand them the CMS one and you're going to say this. I also know that the hospitals are being bribed by whatever organization in America. It's the CMS. We already know the CMS is bribing your hospital to pick remdesivir. My life or I'll speaking on behalf of another loved one, you say my life or my loved one's life is not for sale. Mm-hmm. And you demand that they treat you ethically and morally. There's an, agenda, there's an agenda of our federal health agencies to bribe, to hurt, maim, and kill innocent people in hospitals. And I'm not okay with that. So I'm constantly trying to warn as many people as possible, no matter how big the audience is, I will not stop until this, this damn protocol is removed. Amen. Thank you so much for that. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, again, Um, This is breaking news. You need to share this with everybody. We talked about vitamin C, vitamin D. We talked about zinc. Uh, We talked about where to get ivermectin and so forth. Watch the show again. Take down notes. Everything is in there. He told you what site to download to tell you what's in it, including in Canada. And uh, I'm so glad in America it's a little bit different, uh, Dr. Artis, because you guys fight. You know, you fight for your families. You believe and here, it just seems that they're not fighting hard enough. I don't know what it's going to take to wake up majority of Canadians. I am, I am shocked, but we are doing what we can, and we're doing our part. At least I'm trying to do mine to, to help people understand how dangerous of a predicament we are. We cannot put our heads in the sand and think it's going away. It's going to get worse, so we need to fight back. And, and part of that is being informed for knowledge. So uh, a quick, two quick questions. One person was saying, if they take the preventative action with ivermectin and they're pregnant, what are the dangers and how much should they take if they are pregnant? Okay, because I'm going to pause that right there. He's getting into a couple of questions. I just wanted to, to highlight a couple of things. So the CMS, 
Mm-hmm. And Joe and I were, were discussing this before. We're about 99.9% sure that's the Center of Med- Medicine and Medical Services, which is an organization. And according to what Dr. Artis is saying is, and I think he got more into it the last episode about- He did, yeah. About the corruption and how- Just they, a little bit. Yeah, no. and how they are basically, they're tying it to Medicare. So they're basically mm-hmm. filling out these documents for you almost for those that are on Medicare and giving you a 20% payout to on, use right. to use remdesivir over ivermectin, which mm-hmm. both are approved, by the way, as of July. But the remdesivir, <clears throat> excuse me, has been killing at least we we had talked about it, it was about 30 yeah, percent of those what, who are who are who are taking it that's what yeah brian artis said on the on the, the second one yeah there. so as as spoken yep. go back and and listen to some of those things and uh and, and there's just all kinds of great information there but i did want to remind uh, the listeners of that and also not to miss i, I love what this gentleman says who is from canada Mm-hmm. He his perception of Americans is you guys fight, yeah. And you know what? I think that should be a clarion call because I can tell you, as Americans here in America, I don't know about you guys, but I've looked around and and thought, who in the world is fighting? Yeah. It doesn't yeah. appear that yeah. no one in this country is fighting. But isn't it nice to know that at least in Canada we are perceived as guys that are fighting and in all honesty that's one of the reasons that that i do this and i know right. that you've we've talked about it ben and i'm sure that joe would concur and, and to be involved in this but joe is more on the front line of some things i think than than our perspectives uh because his day-to-day duties are in a hospital so right. uh, i could i could only imagine uh some of uh, some of what you see joe now i'm going to back up for just a second he said, or you said that the um, the one medication is killing thirty percent of the people who remdesivir. Remdesivir is killing thirty yes. percent. Yes, that's the main one that any other been medicine that with. the FDA has ever had on the market. If it was killing that many people, it had been pulled a long time ago. It mm-hmm. wouldn't even be close to being available. I hear you. Why is this still out there? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the question we should all be asking. Why is this still out there? Yeah, it yeah. should have been pulled from every shelf, everywhere, and should be completely banned in this country. Absolutely, and more importantly, think yeah. of, think about it, Joe. It's not only has not been banned, but it has been paid. Bri- yeah, you, they're you, bribing through coercion. We will pay you to use it because, folks, our, our guest was has not heard the previous podcast at this point. So I'm just going to fill him in a little bit. Um, So on the last podcast, Brian artist talking about this, he, he gave um, two documents that you need to have to go to the, to the hospital with. Right. That was alluded Uh, to on the podcast that I did listen to. Well, no, no, it wasn't. I actually mentioned it to you. Okay. I do the editing, so I know what's coming up. Anyway, um, okay. But the point is, one of those documents that was sent out to and Brian, Doctor Brian Artist said it was sent to every doctor, a um, clinic, hospital in 
North in America. Yes. Um, I believe is exactly what he said. Mm -hmm. So, and they're base and this document basically is bribing them and telling them we will give you 20% more than what we're already giving you. Okay. Cause they're already paying. I think he even mentioned 2,500. Yeah, that's right. For whatever drug. Okay. We will give you 20% more than that. If you would just use rem, the rem, remdesivir. Yeah. remdesivir. Is yes. that the yes. pronunciation? Okay. Mm-hmm. Pronunciation instead of the other two that are listed as quote approved by them. Okay. Yeah. And ivermectin is approved, but I'm going to guess here, probably 75% of physicians out there don't know that. And that's what he was getting at with these yes. documents because he had, he had talked to not just doctors, but he's talked with senators. senators and uh, now I don't know if that state Senate, well, it's still I, Senator. I, I think, it, yeah, I think, yeah, it was, he, uh, he's talked with US senators. Yeah. Senators even about that. And they're that, like, thank you. Cause they didn't even know. And these doctors didn't know. Yeah. They're exactly. Like, well, I, they said, I've, I've not seen this document. Yeah. You know, so that document as well as the second one he's talking about now, the, the right. The one the, from CMS, the CMS document. That's the one that talks about the bribing. Right? It, yes. it is. And, uh, Joe, I, I find all of this 100% appalling mm-hmm. that we even have to be talking about some of this, this way in a direct comparison, it's no different than, you know, we go way back to one of our first, uh, one of the first two or three podcasts we did, Who Are They? Mm-hmm. But right. we know in 1976 that, you know, four, roughly 46 million people were vaccinated with zero confirmed cases. In the world. In, in, in the world. <laughs> yeah. But also, we also know that the, what came about after that vaccination was Guillain-Barre affected mm-hmm. many, many people. They got to about, I think it was 24 deaths, and the whole operation was shut down. Right now, VAERS reporting system, with what we have now, this is there. If you, if you just go and Google VAERS, V-A-E-R-S is you know, the vaccine adverse effects reporting system, mm-hmm. their records show that it's nearly 20 20 to 25,000 deaths. And we know that that's 1% to 10%, what we're hearing by the experts, off that's actually being reported. But let's just say that that's accurate. In 76, 24 people were, were killed with a vaccine. The whole operation was shut down. Now we're close to 20,000 people. And nothing's being done. No, no, not, uh, no it's so, not nothing's being it's, done. It's, it's, it's being still in, being pushed. It's being encouraged. It's, it's, it's still, yeah. It's, it's being pushed to the point that people are literally losing their jobs yes. if they choose not to be vaccinated. Yeah. Right. This is appalling. Absolutely. Well, that's, that was a precursor of what's coming at the tail end of this because okay. <laughs> I, All right. yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go ahead and, and, and run through some more of this. All right. Here we go, Ben. Uh, there's not the preventative measures are the same. Twelve milligrams. Twelve milligrams. Real, Real quick, the question was <laughs> ivermectin. Yes, if you if were pregnant, if you were right. pregnant, just to remind the and, same. And 12, according to Doctor uh, Twelve Brian, per week, Brian Aris was was twelve twelve milligrams. Right. So, all right. Once a week. Excellent. And can you mention one more time? 
for those that missed it, I know they're going to go back, if you don't mind, the website where people get it from anywhere, including Canada, where they can order the ivermectin from. Yeah, it's alldaychemist.com. So A-L-L-D-A-Y-C-H-E-M-I-S-T.com. And you just have to fill out and register your own account. You don't have to be a doctor or licensed personnel. You just put it in there. Just so you know, most of the world's ivermectin is made in pharmacy labs in, Can in uh, India. So just go right there to the source and they'll send it to you. Super cheap, in bulk, buy as much as you want. Amen. Thank you so much. Again, Dr. Artis, uh, the documents that you talked about, very key. We need to share that. We need to share this. This information needs to go out. Like he said, and he warned you, this is not me. I am not a doctor. I am strictly a host who's bringing on professionals with degrees, education, experience. And he has recommended, if you can, stay away from those hospitals and find yourself that information that he's put in front of you to do your research. Don't depend on somebody else for your well-being. You could only depend on yourself and your family and loved ones. So I, I, I gave you the things you can do at home right now yep. to start supplementing to help you best it all, beat it. Just have to remember, less than 1% of the entire world died from COVID-19 infection. It's still the same distinct statistic. 99 plus percent of you are going to survive if you do nothing. So do these things. It's going to improve those odds. Just don't go to the hospitals. And if you do, you now are armed with two documents and you feel like you need to that are going to protect you from being ultimately maimed and harmed. And I will speak to Canadians. There's a drug called lorazepam and midazolam. Those two drugs are euthanizing drugs. Don't let them give that to your loved ones. It's what they use to induce you into a coma. But as they pump those into you, it causes your diaphragm to become paralyzed and your heart to stop beating. Midazolam is what they used in the UK over this last year and a half to murder countless amounts of uh, members of the UK citizens there in care centers, elderly care centers. They use that to actually stop the hearts and lungs from being able to breathe. And then they called them all COVID-19 deaths. And they weren't. Wow. They were murdered just like Americans were with remdesivir. They just chose a different drug. So be careful. They're using it in Canada, too. Unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, the warning is there. The information is here. You know, there it is. Look at the show. Take down notes. This is key. We can't do everything for you, okay? We're going to put the link in the description for Dr. Artis's website. You could get all the information you need, including what he talked about, the 20-page document at the top of the website. Uh, it is key. Uh, Dr. Artis, is there a social media or just your website that people could, uh, could follow you and get information? Right. Everybody needs to be going to that website. I just launched okay. a brand new website, that COVID resources page. I'm not kidding. This is what's on there. If there's any Americans watching this, anyone around the world, I've actually got links to resources to, to get religious and medical exemptions. I've got links on patient advocacy. If you don't think you can fight for your loved one in a hospital to demand the different protocols, we've got the listed verbatim chain of command you're going to go through in hospitals with the actual organizations you're going to call if you need them. And then we've got it all linked in videos. We have patient right advocates. We've got Thomas Renz, the, the lawyer, telling you how to actually file temporary restraining orders or battery charges against the hospital, how you do that. And then how you beat when people are put on a ventilator, they're being told they're going to die. That is not true. You can still get them off the vent. And Dr. Richard Bartlett, an emergency room doctor here, he actually just completed an interview with me a week or two ago. And I put it on that actual patient advocacy uh, resource page. You need to have that because you can actually tell your medical doctors in the hospital how to get a loved one off the vent using 
but budesonide respules in a nebulizer. You can put budesonide right into the ventilator machine and you can turn their lungs around and they can breathe on their own and they can go home. But the medical doctors aren't going to tell you that. Not the ones in the hospitals who are being told what protocols to follow. So you need to be advocating for your loved one and you have to be armed with all that knowledge. That resources page, once you put in your email, this resources page populates. You click that tab and all these COVID document and uh, resources appear. Just so you know, it's there for you. It's all free. Just go do it. He's giving it to you for free. He's giving you the website. It's telling you how to fight the hospitals, how to give them the information. He is arming you with the weapons you need. And I'm talking weapons that are paper. The pen is mightier than the sword. He's giving you the knowledge. And God obviously has brought you to this platform to open your eyes to what's happening. Have faith in the Lord Almighty. Believe in your friends. Believe in your family. It's our job to protect them and give them knowledge. They don't want us to have this program. It's why I have to take it down and put it on another uh, another area. And I'll do that. So at this time, quickly, I'm going to ask everybody, please like, please copy this link, share it with everybody. It'll be up for another hour or so. I have to take it down. And now you know why. And I'm going to bring it over to my Rumble channel. And then you can see it on the Rumble where they're allowing me to post this type of conversation and open platform. His website will be posted here. Once this is down, you'll be able to access his website on my other platform as well. I'll be posting it on all my social media. And um, I ask everybody, no matter where you are in the world, to take a moment today and give a prayer to God Almighty for the protection of Dr. Artis because he is doing the work that so many are not uh, comfortable in sharing. He has come up front with us, and the Lord's light shines upon him. Please say a prayer for his protection to continue his work doing what God wants. So I thank you, Dr. Artis. Any final words you'd like to give everybody watching today? Yeah, just so you know, there are people. I've actually created videos on that site also on the COVID resources page. I just have to tell you. The treatments for COVID-19, the creation of COVID-19 itself, the virus and the spike proteins and the vaccines all create disease processes in the body, have the potential of doing harm. I created on that site, I have videos on there for free too. It actually tells you how to beat the damage to your heart, lungs, kidneys, liver and bowels and brain. There are actual side effects to these that people are persistently living with a year later. I actually created a whole video called Healing Intel 3, and I go through all of those scenarios, how you know which organs have been damaged and how you're going to fix them on your own. I don't charge anything for it. Go get it. I tell you what supplements to use, what minerals to use, what herbs to use, so you can beat all of it. My goal is to thwart their agenda. They want to hurt you. I'm not going to let them. <laughs> okay. Amen. So you you've got a couple of guys there one from canada and of course if you didn't know i don't know if we mentioned dr brian artis uh, is from texas uh okay, he, he kind of speaks like a texan wouldn't you say uh i know he mentioned uh, towards the end uh, there dr bartlett and the budesonide uh, dr bartlett we have either quoted him or we may have had a, a couple of uh, brief audios of him. Yeah. He's, he's in Texas doing great work down okay. there, and he's been doing this you know, early on, fighting the COVID down there, and it had some really, really good testimonials with the budesonide. Now, I didn't know he mentioned that the budesonide, uh, that you could actually put it into a- A vent. A, a ventilator, yeah, a vent. Right. But- this is, you know, in some ways, the young man from Canada, you know, we hear these things, and isn't it interesting 
you know, and he made the comment, this is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I have, yeah. you know, to me, that whole cliched phrase for many, many years, unbelievable, unbelievable. To me now, it's my phrase is, wow, that is sadly believable. I mean, yeah. it's, it's unfortunately, I, I can't believe that we, we're having to talk about things like this. Just to, just to hear this, this gentleman speak of. And I know I'm going to butcher butcher this name, Rosamalam or something. Uh, this these <laughs> oh yeah those two, these, the these two drugs, drugs that, that yeah. were in Canada or, or in mm-hmm. uh, the UK exactly that they were yeah. using for euthanism. Yeah, which is what they're doing with the remdesivir. The same thing. And what many people don't understand is that here in the United States, the first part of it. And I know that we've had a couple of documentaries on hospitals and and a nurse given a, a firsthand account of one particular hospital in New York that every single individual that entered in there that was said to have COVID mm-hmm. did not come out of there alive. All of them. I don't remember what that number was. It was extremely yeah. high. It was a very emotional documentary. And, mm-hmm. you know, the thing is, is that you start connecting these dots and to hear this, you go, that lines up with what Dr. Richard Fleming, one of Joe's favorite doctors, <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. when he did yeah. that, that blind clinical trial of those 1800s and when they, 1800 patients, mm-hmm. because he knew why these people were dying because they autopsied all of them in Germany and they were all inflammatory disease in response. Mm -hmm. And if you know what's causing it and you have a way of taking care of it, then let's use the proper uh, medication, treatment, et cetera, that is going to take care of this instead of saying, oh, all these people died from COVID. Yeah. When they probably didn't, uh, exactly. We, we know that um, there are people who have comorbidities, mm-hmm. and COVID just enhances those comorbidities, and they end up dying from. Yeah, you know, they had COVID, but they didn't, wasn't what really killed them. What killed them was the comorbidities that they already had. Right, the forty years or fifty years of smoking, and uh, you know the <laughs> and lack the, of proper treatment. Well, well, and and that's it, and that is the thing. And see, there, there, the dots are connected because that lines up with you know, as Joe said, you know, you come in there, there, and you're not getting the proper treatment. They're going to put you on a ventilator. Mm-hmm. They're going to sedate you, leave you on a ventilator, mm-hmm. and keep you sedated. Basically, they're going to prep you for surgery, put you on a ventilator, and just let you lay there. And where Dr. Fleming saw this, and he knew exactly what it was, because I love the statement that he made in his little video. He said, the reason I know that these people could have been treated and probably live saved, because some guy named Fleming back in 1999 Mm -hmm. developed a method to treat this very thing due to bacteria and viruses. Yeah. And he was that <laughs> yeah. that yep. Dr. Fleming guy. But yeah. the key there is in 1999, this was published in a medical journal. 
These, these people had to know this. That's where the frustration really comes in, guys. And, you know, we kind of evolved to, to date, and we're finding some other things that go on. And I'm just going to close. I told you I'm going to just uh, – maybe this is a little teaser, but this is getting into some other things. One of the things, you know, and I can hear Joe's frustration, you know, when you speak, Joe, uh, but I think what a lot of us forget is that all of this stuff with the vaccine that's being that's being jammed down our throats, not you know, not only by the government but by employers. Right. This is all in a violation of the Nuremberg Code. We put all of this nonsense to rest when when we put those doctors and and scientists on trial. And put them to death, basically. It was done. The law was set. This is no longer ever, ever going to happen again. And it, mm-hmm. it is not to be violated. But yet. And we're watching it happen before our very eyes. We are sitting there watching it. And that, that leads me into this. You, you never know. Now, here recently, this hit the news. And, you know, uh, there's a, a famous football player, Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Yes. Last year's MVP. Mm-hmm. So it came down as, you know, they've got the NFL has a protocol if you're two things, if you're vaccinated or if you're not vaccinated. Right. Yeah. If you test positive during the season and what you're supposed to do, stay away from uh, these people or that people or so forth and so on. Right. Well, back in August, Aaron Rodgers made the statement when he was asked, you know, and to me, this is just bold, but he was asked, you know, hey, you know, because he came into camp late. He was asked if he was vaccinated and, and what was his thoughts on the vaccinate, vaccinated, so forth and so on. Right. His response was, yes, I'm immunized. Okay. Mm-hmm. They did not pursue that statement. They, okay, and they just went on about another thing. The whole year has gone on, and then, of course, he tests positive, and now everyone finds out, well, he was never vaccinated. Aaron Rodgers went through months of immunization through natural remedies, right. diet, supplements, had his own doctors, his own team. And, of course— I did I, read I, something about yeah, that. I know, yeah, yeah, I know Joe knows this because the definition of being immunized or— Vaccinated isn't necessarily through an inoculation. It is to enhance or to protect your immune system against right. disease, yeah. virus, or whatever. And so he was actually, by definition, uh, telling the truth. So you could only imagine where all of this is going. So, And I'm just going to kind of sum up some of this because it just kept getting deeper and deeper. Hmm. I think Aaron is right there with with what we have been uncovering and our belief with our immune system and dieting and, and the whole thing. He's 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 right there. But to know what he was having to go through, and it's not just him. Six percent of the NFL is not vaccinated. I thought that number was extremely low. Ninety-four percent of the NFL is vaccinated, right? But just a couple of things. He said so. In, in other words, he said, "If I'm not vaccinated, he says I have to. T- I have to test every day, every single day. 
not to test. When we travel, I can't be with the team. I have to wear a yellow bracelet because I'm not vaccinated. Really? He said the way that I, he says he perceives it is a shaming of the people that are not vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Then he he got to this and and it just gets deeper and deeper. And I mean, he, and he's speaking kind of matter of factly, but this one caught me. You know, when these guys show up, you know, these athletes, you know, especially in the NFL, just to get into camp to try out, you've really had to go. I mean, you've got to be high quality. But only 52 guys make it on a team. Mm -hmm. The cuts start happening. And he had made mention that not everyone can speak as a leader and talk about some of this. And, And fortunately, he can. But there were guys that were basically faced with, you know what, you got great talent. We'd like to keep you on the team, but we're not keeping unvaccinated people. Mm-hmm. Now, you want to talk about a serious violation of the Nuremberg Code. Well, that's, that's also a serious violation of non-discrimination yes it's prejudice it's pure prejudice yeah and this is going on he he didn't mention any one single organization be mentioned them in a group Mm -hmm. owners organizations right general managers the whole lot of them but he did say that before the season started there there was a person that came in and was speaking to the players about the percentage of people that were vaccinated within the NFL. And this individual knew where their teams ranked. For instance, his team was like 19th. You guys are 19th of the unvaccinated, you know. So there was pressure, and there still is pressure being put on these athletes who are probably the best fit individuals out there i mean or probably has some but what it showed me is right out in the open space the nuremberg code is just being violated left and right and this mm-hmm. is in a big way multi-million dollar uh i guess campaign if you will a organization that probably is billions and billions of dollars as far as the nfl so this is everywhere guys it is everywhere. And Joe, we're just sitting back. I mean, not us, but I'm hoping even if 10 people hear this and go, you know what? I'm going to look into it. That's all we're trying to do is give people information so that they can do their own research. And like Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers said he had over 500 pages that he presented to the NFL of research. Mm-hmm. I could mm-hmm. say, Ben, if we if we had wrote everything down and, and, and gathered all, yeah. we, we'd be right there probably, Yeah, you know. But anyway, uh, I, I can appreciate uh, these guys, Brian Artis, and those of you who did not hear the first couple, uh, good stuff. And Joe, I, I just we were talking as well about the religious exemption, and he's got information. I'm I'm kind of anxious to to see what he's got on that website. I've looked at some of it, but I didn't look at that particular. Uh, yeah. page but uh it's a lot of information there so good stuff yeah. all right uh, we're gonna have to call it a wrap from here i guess ben yep all right we're we're a little over okay well 
uh, it's 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 all good. Uh, well, the next one, uh, next episode, we can give a little bit. We might uh, sort of wrap up uh, a little bit of how we ended that. But there's a current situation that uh, that I think we need to. We might have to shove this to the front of the line, but uh, we'll uh, we'll surprise sort of the listeners. But this is very cur- current, very important, and very heavy about what's going on in our country. So, all right. Without uh, anything else, let's go ahead and, and thank our Lord. And I could appreciate that, that gentleman from Canada uh, doing that as well. Dear Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you again for this platform that you've given us. We thank you for all of those who are out there seeking truth. We ask for a special blessing upon them, special care for those that are standing up. It doesn't matter where they are. Even in the NFL, there's those that are wanting to stand up. Lord, we we pray for special care with them, and we pray that, if nothing else, that those listening— will have a hunger and thirst after your righteousness and seeking your truth as well as truth that is going to help others. Lord, we thank you again for your many blessings and may all and every thought and intent of our thought be pure. We ask and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.